Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mike and Dave Hit the Stage. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. And uh, today we're going to be talking about something pretty serious and pretty crazy. This is Under the Influence. So before we start, we wanted to make sure that people understand we are um, understanding of the mental health influence that uh, drugs and alcohol have on the system and on families and loved ones. Uh, if you need help, get help. Reach out to somebody, even if right. it's just a friend. Right. I believe, yeah. You know, sometimes it gets the best gets the best of some of us you know i don't even know what to say we're going to get we're going to get into it it's we have family stories we have personal stories we have friends and we're still going to have fun with this one absolutely <laughs> um also we are going to be talking about things like suicide and uh pain so if you are uncomfortable we understand if you don't want to hear it uh we love you and we're going to start with funny now cuz we're <laughs> going to start with black sabbath Oh, we're jumping right into it, huh? Oh, yeah, we're We're starting. not going to tell everybody that this room probably smells like onions, because it's about 400 degrees in this room. <laughs> Wait, why does it smell like onions? I don't know. I didn't eat onions. <laughs> I tried. I told you I powdered. <laughs> you powdered the beanbag? I use <laughs> I use liquid powder, because, you know. <laughs> Sweat? I, no, I don't want a cloud every time <laughs> I smack my nuts, which I do for fun. <laughs> so Ooh. let's start with... Snowblind. All right. Uh, by the way, cocaine. Yes. It, literally, he says it in the background in this recording, and live he just screams cocaine as loud <laughs> as he can, <laughs> like he's calling his mistress. Yeah. Cocaine. So this is not about him skiing down the uh, mountain and being snowblind, like uh, the actual saying. No. Oh damn it. So the recording of Volume Four, the album which this comes from, yeah, had a it had a budget. Of $60,000. Okay. They spent $60,000 making this album. Uh -huh. They spent 75000 estimated. 75000 on cocaine. Plus the sixty. Not counting the 60000 they spent wow. on the album. They spent $75,000 on cocaine, in theory. You know, they didn't, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't account for that. And they're still alive. Mostly. Most of them. <laughs> no, all, they're all still breathing. They're mostly still alive, though. Yeah. You know, Bill Ward is retired, but he's, you know, his back's a mess and he's, you know, I am sweating. I know it's, it's, <laughs> it's unbearably hot and we're going to still do this. Let's go. We can't unfuck this. <laughs> so I, the one thing I noticed about this song and I never realized, you know, because, you know, we listen to it so often now, um, is that it really doesn't pick up to the middle and then, no. and then it goes back down, you know, it's, it, it's those changes that we talk about. Right. I always think of heavy of, of Black Sabbath as so heavy, and uh, this song's really not that heavy. It's not. It's it's more of a. Um, it, we consider Black Sabbath metal, but really their stuff was rock, rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, and this is that style where it was just kind of flowy, mm -hmm. and it 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 goes into the somber parts. Those which I love Black Sabbath for is the big open sounds. Right, they, right. Oh, it was yeah. you know. Heavy, heavy, fast picking now, is one thing, but I, I didn't, I didn't pick up. It's it, this is the remastered version. Yes, so I know everything. They change everything. Yeah, you can't find the original. So it's so annoying Online. because I enjoy the original versions the way you hear them, and when they change it like this, like this one, I didn't pick up because I'm not, I'm not a, not that I'm not a huge Black Sabbath fan, but I, I don't listen to it as often as, you know, most people probably do. True. So I didn't hear a big difference. Did you? I do only because you know you're missing a lot of the grit from the original recording. Yeah, there's a lot of cleanup in the in the remastering process. Right, and there's not like they didn't do a they didn't do much with the arrangement. 
Mm-hmm. They did more with the with the overall tone. Okay. Of the, it's cleaner. That's right. really the answer. It ends up being a lot cleaner. Okay. Um, yeah, this song is awesome. Of course it is. It's Black Sabbath. It's Black Sabbath. I know. And you know, there are people who don't like Black Sabbath. Of course there are people who don't like Black Sabbath. Yeah, they're called morons. No. Okay. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> not really. I'm not really sorry. No. Um, yeah, but Mike's against the grain on basically everything we listen to. He, he not dislikes, but he has a problem with. He does have a problem with it. Um, but not everything. But when it comes to Black Sabbath, he's never liked Black Sabbath. Okay. He's never enjoyed Ozzy's voice. And I'm not like of the Black Sabbath singers. I'm going to commit heresy here. Ozzy's not my favorite singer. Was it Dio? Yeah. Okay. And then it was Dio, then Tony Martin, then, then Glenn Hughes. Oh, geez. Then Ozzy. And then, oh, man, um, that one with Ian Gillen. Was it Ian Gillen? Yeah. I have no idea. The, See, singer, from, the singer from Deep Purple did one album with them, blew I his voice out, and fucking big left. I a Black Sabbath fan then, because I had no idea. I knew Dio and Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you don't have the same brand of mental problems that I do, so yeah, you don't well, deep dive music the way I do. We know. Yeah. The, what do we call it? Uh, no, we can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> he says I'm autistic. <laughs> okay, we said it. I said it. <laughs> so to move on, uh, Pink. Yes. Sober. Sober. Now, was it drinking or drugs or both? Uh, I believe her. drinking. Cause I don't think she's. I don't ever. I don't ever remember seeing her as a mess. Well, she's never been a mess, but I think behind the scenes, and and growing up, drinking was her thing. I okay. think drugs a little bit, but not nearly as bad as as drinking. And uh, this song, I mean, it's it's sad, very. You know, because it's a person realizing that and, they're that person, right? And we've all been there. I think we've all been there. I have not. Never? No, I, I I didn't take my first drink until I was 20. Oh, I think you've said that before, right? Two right. or 24. Right. But I and mean, I, the first time I was drunk, I was almost 30. Wow. See, I've had moments of... <laughs> the last time I was drunk was really funny, though. Oh, boy. No, Dude. it's not... I didn't, like, shit myself or oh, anything. damn it. No, I, I was playing D&D because I'm a nerd, and I was drinking um, bourbon and Cokes, and I decided, you know what? I want Domino's. So I ordered Domino's, and I'm sitting there waiting. I'm looking at the thing. It says, Gene is out with the order. I'm like, there is not a Gene within six miles of my house. Something went wrong. (laughs) I look, and it's my old address when I used to live over in Marine Park. Awesome. Now, the reason I say there's no Genes in my neighborhood is most of the drivers and the delivery guys from the Domino's in my neighborhood, I know by name. Right. And not one of them is named Gene. Right. Ironically, Gene is the guy who used to live two doors down from me. (laughs) So... I called the Domino's. I realize it's the Domino's in the old neighborhood. I call them. I say, hey, man, I ordered to the wrong store. Right. He goes, I thought it was weird. I hadn't seen you in a while. Is everything okay? I said, yeah, I moved. He goes, Wait. all right, I'm going to cancel the order. Wait, there's a part of that that you're glossing over. I hadn't seen you in a while? Yeah. You called Domino's that man? No, 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 no. He was hadn't... also, he lived two doors down from me. Oh, oh that, that it is the actual gene. It's that gene. Oh, okay. That's I'm what I was say, like, okay. You haven't talked Bro, I'm just making sure you're okay, man. I haven't talked to you in a couple you know weeks. That, you know that happened in reality. Like the, a guy used to order Domino's like every day and right. then he didn't order for like a week. And the Domino's called the cops to do a welfare well, check. Well, well, check. And they found him on the floor. He had had a stroke. Jesus Christ. Domino's saved his life. Yeah. Wow. 
that well they probably led to it but they also saved his life back to back to drinking so right. i realized at like 11:30 i had ordered like an hour before that i was at the i called the wrong dominos wow and then i had to order the right dominos and now i'm standing on discord yeah cuz we're playing D&D online i'm standing outside with my phone and the microphone waiting for dominos wow <laughs> Yeah, so after that, I was like, you know what? Maybe Berman and Cokes are not the way to play D&D. <laughs> Just a theory. So this, the, the, the story for me on this song is, um, as you know, I'm a huge Pink fan, right? So Mary Jane for my birthday one year got me Pink tickets, and they wound up being fake. Long story short, we get there. That's terrible. And <clears throat> uh, the box office person saw that we were like stuck. She called us over, and she goes, they just opened up a bunch of tickets. She goes, if you, you know, for an extra, I want to say it was 50 bucks a ticket. Uh, I'll, I'll give you real tickets. And she goes, and they're close. We were six rows from the fucking stage. That's great. So when she did this song, pretty sure it was this song. She did that thing where she goes, she spins in the air and she goes down into a pool below the, below the stage. I have no idea. And when she comes up, she's all wet. And when she's, when she's spinning, the water's going everywhere. The water hit my hand. I'll just leave it at that. And you say, so you went to get in the pink and uh, you got all wet. Yeah. Okay, good to know. And I told Mary Jane that I would never wash my hand again. And he hasn't. It smells like death. <laughs> this heat ain't helping. It got Fuck. the pink and now it's in the stink. <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. I, it's okay. That I felt a, it coming. I couldn't stop listen, it. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Her emotions are so raw in this song. You can feel right. it. And the funny thing is, is that she, I believe she never got the recognition she should have. I can agree with that. She's always the background pop star. She never got as popular as... Well, they pushed her as a pop star, not as a, a legitimate act. Right. And I don't know if she suffered for it because she's a phenomenal musician. She's a phenomenal artist. Well, originally they did push her that way. Yeah. You know? Wait, as a legitimate artist? No, as, 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 a, a as a pop star. As a pop act, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And then, they, then she took and then control the of her album, stuff. And the second album, she was like... Screw this! I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, she took control of her own career at that right. point. And this whole album, it just it, it holds a special place in my heart because this was another one that where like it, my the time of 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 this album, I was going through a lot of personal stuff that even people really close to me didn't know, you know. But it was like internal stuff, nothing crazy. I wasn't you know suicidal or you know oh, I've been a drug uh, addict or anything. But since since we're gonna talk about mental health and and addiction and things. I think everybody who's ever suffered from a form of depression right. has thought there's no way I'm ever going to get better. Right, right, right. Now, because of the theme here, a lot of people mask mental illness with drugs and alcohol or even depression or, you know, the smaller things that are still part of mental illness but not talked about. They're stigmatized. Everyone tells you, man up, be, you know, be tough. Right. And especially, so, especially our generation. Oh, man. yeah. To this day, I still hold stuff in. I told, I, I think I've told you, my kids tell me they never saw me cry. You know, and it's like, huh, I my never son's, have. My son has seen me cry mostly pain, though. Right. Like, I, emotional, I don't cry often. Right. I have a I have a thing. <laughs> You're probably going to call it acute autism, <laughs> where I have trouble getting that emotion out when right. I'm upset. Right, right. Um, as an adult, as a kid, I cried all the time. Yeah. It's whiny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, we, we tend to minimize um, emotions. Yeah. And we mask all that pain with drugs, alcohol, food, in my case. And mm -hmm. some, in, you know, when I'm stressed out, I eat like an animal. Yeah. 
you know, these are these are the things that we don't talk about, and talking about it helps. Oh, of course. And uh, we're not sponsored by anybody. You know, <laughs> we don't have any of that. <laughs> talk to somebody. Yeah. Get it. You know, there are apps for that. You know, Talkspace and stuff like that. There are um, there are places you can go. The suicide hotline is there. I don't know the number. Nine eight eight. Just nine eight eight suicide. I'm no nine eight eight. I think it's it's like nine one one. It's is it really? Look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up. What I'm going to do is when I go to do the video, yeah, I'm going to add it in. I'm going to look it up. Oh, right, he's going to look it up for the audio. Go ahead. Basically, when it comes to mental illness, if you feel like you can't handle life, call somebody, talk to somebody. There it is nine eight eight. Is that is available nine eight eight? English, Spanish. It does. It doesn't say more, but I'm assuming it'd be almost right. any language. And if you're listening to us, you're speaking English, because <laughs> we barely speak English. Is <laughs> stupid a language? <laughs> For us, it we're is. fluent. Yeah, but more importantly, um, we need to remember that you know people who suffer from this stuff. They, there's a reason that they they end up under the guys of drugs drugs and alcohol right. they end they, up with they, the effects right. of their and, problems and they think that nobody's there to listen and it's not true i mean everybody is there to listen if you have fam family and friends are definitely definitely going to listen i had a friend who he would go out and get drunk on his own cuz he didn't think anybody would want to hang out with him right and i was like dude i literally used to do nothing all day i'd sit around wait to go to work at 11:30 at night I would have hung out with you. Right. You didn't have to get hammered. You right. could have just hung out with me when play video games and made jokes. Yeah. Like this, but with video games. <laughs> so let's move on to your I'm next sorry one. Sorry you're not into video games. Which is Sweet Leaf. Black Sabbath again. You couldn't I had to I wow. had to do them both at the same time. I didn't want to bookend it with Black I, Sabbath. I read this and I went, Really, bro? I try to not do this. I, I had I wanted this song on here. Okay. Because it's such a joke. It is funny. It not uh, well, I don't mean a joke as in but, like Ridiculous. I don't mean the song is funny. I mean, yeah, it's he's singing. This is okay. So Ozzy has a lot more to worry about than weed. He admittedly in his book, right. I am Ozzy. He admitted that he once at work when he worked in a factory, yeah, hung his head over a chemical vat to inhale it because it got him fucked up. Wow. Then passed out at work from inhaling this stuff. He had more of it in his lungs than oxygen and he passed out. He almost died. So so he like he like factory huffed. Instead yeah. of huffing like this, yeah. he just inhaled the factory. Yes. <laughs> Specific I don't remember what the chemical was. But in his book, he was very honest and very open about his um addiction and his mistakes. Right. Um his first marriage, which was both drug fueled and ended violently. He didn't kill her. Um Obviously. No. <laughs> he just he just killed the bat. That was after. Yeah. We're talking his this first is, family, he kind of just abandoned. Right. Doesn't he have a daughter? Uh, uh... He has a son and a daughter from that marriage. Right. And then uh, they have uh, Sharon and Ozzy have three. Because uh, I know there was one daughter that was not on. That the, is Amy. The, uh, the, the uh, whatchamacallit, the, the uh, reality show. Yes. That is uh, Amy Rebecca Osborne. The only okay. reason I know that is years later, she released an album by herself called ARO. Oh, under the cool. name ARO because she didn't want to be. Lumped in with her dad. She didn't want to use her dad's name like everyone else does. Uh -huh. And she did it. She did it on her own. She didn't want to be part of the show. She didn't want to be part of those the, that environment. Mm -hmm. She knew it was going to be a circus and wanted nothing to do with it. Okay. Which is cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, his book is crazy. Uh, if you want to read it, I Am Ozzy, the audiobook, I is not read by the author, thank thankfully. Uh -huh. I would not want to. No. I would you, not want to do that. It would be a 16-hour long fucking book. 
<laughs> oh, well, uh, audiobook. Um, now, my question to you was, did this did this coin the, the word sweet leaf or no? This was a... No, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, the, there's certain words like... I'm gonna um, I'm gonna nerd it up for a second. You've you've heard Lord of the Rings, yeah. So pipe weed, right? In Lord of the Rings, messes with your brain. Okay, it's weed. Yeah, well, okay, but so it, yeah. they were talking about pipe weed and the leaf and stuff in Lord right. of the Rings. Right, it goes way back. Right, uh, because you know, like like uh, first of all, I never heard anybody call it sweet leaf. You know, growing up, it nobody was, ever calls it that. They called it, it that because they needed something <laughs> that wasn't. I love weed, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> So there were, there were, there's always, uh, you know, it's ever evolving, right? So when we were growing up, it was pot and weed. Some people called it reefer, which, ugh. Ew. And then this the, is the fifties. I, I don't know the newer generation. I can never say this and I'm going to embarrass to say it right now. I'm so excited. Is trees. I can never say that. What are I, you going to go smoke some trees? You sound like a fucking idiot. To me. I'm 42. I've never done it. Oh, I've been geez. in the room. Obviously, I've gotten You've never contact. Pot either? Nope. Wow, you fucking straight edge cocksucker. I was until uh, in my twenties. I had a drink and I Not didn't drink that's for a, a long bad time. Thing. Not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> Wait, the straight I edge part or the yeah. cocksucking part? Because really, you kind of you kind of insulted two groups of people in one shot. <laughs> no, both both. But in your case, and and in it, our case, the the. The straight edge part. I mean, especially me. I listen to a lot of straight edge bands. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. I have hardcore addicts on both sides of the family. Okay. So growing up, it was one. I was discouraged from playing music because my parents thought that you got into music, you got into drugs automatically. Right. Right. Okay. And then on top of that, we had heroin addicts in the family. Oof. All right. So it's it was like you become afraid. Right. To to fall like my mom smoked until she was 64 okay i've never smoked i See, i did i quit that and then my dad i remember the day my dad quit he, he used to smoke uh, carlton 100s <clears throat> and i must have been about nine or ten i guess and i remember he had his spot on the corner of the couch and he used to smoke in the house that's how fucking old i am and uh he put the last cigarette out and i remember he picked up the pack and he looked at me and he went i'm done and he hasn't smoked to this day. That is a that is a level of <laughs> of commitment I'm I have done. never That's seen. That's all he said. Yeah. So my dad quit when I was little. Like yeah. I want to say under five. Okay. My mom quit. I was in my thirties. <laughs> yeah. She smoked so much. Like we cleaning the bathroom downstairs, you could yeah. literally clean it off the ceiling. Yeah. The bathroom always smelled like that. Right. And I, if she had not if she had not quit, I don't know if I would have had my son around here. Uh, it was, okay, yeah. Is that bad? My breathing used to get so bad, my allergies would turn to asthma. Now, did she explain to you how she quit when you're that... Like, I think of people who... My mom didn't have a choice. Like, oh, She was okay. in the hospital for, All like, right. a month and a half. All right. Because, like, it's so funny to me, like... Um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to preach a little bit, but when you decide to quit, you quit. It, it's like... Uh, I had one... I think around Christmas time, because you know we were, we were at a party and I was like, ah, somebody was smoking a cigarette. I was like, give me one of those, and I had one, and it was the worst. I didn't finish it. I had like three drags, and I was like, no, now I know why I quit. I because I there's one thing you'll you'll hear people, and there's a lot of people who say this. I loved smoking. I don't get it. I I'm I not I'm not mocking smoking. it. I just don't get it. 
Yeah. You know, and people will tell you they love smoking. But once you get it in your head that you're going to quit and then you try, you know, I, oh, it was disgusting. I have friends. I have friends. I have coworkers that have quit and unquit hundreds of times. Right. I don't, I, I just don't see the allure of that. Well, it's an addiction. Yeah, I know that. I am, I'm aware of it, but I also, because of me actively avoiding all this stuff, thankfully, I don't know addiction. Right. I Food, obviously. You know a dick, though. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Not my own. I haven't seen it in a while, you fuck. <laughs> you thought you were going to walk past that one? <laughs> You're not going to get better than me. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nobody beats me up better than I do. I'm glad you're sweating. <laughs> I guess I have to check for the next song. I don't know. No. What happened? I don't know. I think I broke him. I think I was... No, I'm starting to... It's one of us. <laughs> I took a shower, fucker. So did I. Maybe, mm. maybe it's just in my head. So the next song is Crack Hitler by Faith No More. Yeah. I want to know your opinion on this one. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> not cocaine. It's crack. not crack. <laughs> okay, so crack is a derivative of cocaine. Right. It's just there's two different there's two different uh, effects to it, right? I wouldn't know because I've never done either. Yeah, I've never touched, never touched cocaine, never touched crack. Obviously, if I've never smoked weed, I've never <laughs> done crack. <laughs> Let's drink to the hard stuff. Oh, I used to joke. I tell my parents, I'm like, you're in your seventies. Now would be the time to try heroin. Yeah, right? Like, Do it all. What's the worst that happens? The average lifespan of a heroin addict is 20 years anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mike Patton seems a little too method for this for my taste. Yeah. Because he's he's all over the place. Right. Well, this is, uh, like I told you before, this is the album that he got to be himself. Yeah. He got to... Um, Which may, maybe maybe that maybe that's why I don't like him. <laughs> like, I don't know. This, I did this not is like, my favorite I did, album. One of my top five Probably top three albums ever of all time. Wow. Yes. This is the near perfect album. So really, I, the next thing I'm going to say, I hate the bass line and the tone on this. Really? I do. Wow. It's so thin and emo like to me, it feels emotionless. Yeah. And was this Jim Martin's last album? Yes. So this was the last one. There are the cops. Yeah. Well, that'll you're not going to hear it when we hopefully. Now, last time when you fixed it, I fixed it. You fixed it. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> now we sound weird. It's like, oh, there's Brooklyn. What? I don't hear anything. Good. But yeah. uh, that makes the transition so much easier. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Damn it. I, I, I held I, it in. I held it in. I'm making a transition joke to you. Fucker. Hey, just because I have sweet tits doesn't mean I'm doing anything. <laughs> Leave me alone. So, so yeah. Okay. So, Faith and War has a style that you dislike. At times. Okay. Some of the stuff I love. All right. Um, this was not it. All right. But also, I've, I've heard the song a million times. Yeah. Um, King for a Day, I like better. I don't know. King for a Day is a better album to me than yeah. Angel Dust. I cried at the end of King for a Day because I kind of had a feeling they were breaking up. And then they came out with one more album after that, which was um, um, Album of the Year. And then it wasn't, and after that, it was Soul Invictus. Soul Invictus, which is, uh, you didn't like that one either. I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like it at all. See, you're not, a, you're not a Faith No More fan. I I'm get not, it. I get I'm it. not a true fan. I'm not a diehard fan. I get it. Eh. Yeah. This but I do me. love, I do love the Chuck Mosley stuff. I do love early Mike Patton stuff because it was written for Chuck Mosley. Right. I get that. And is and, and oh no no I would say and I don't like Mike Patton as a person. This was Jim Martin. Really? Yeah. Why? He's a dick. 
He's a dick to other people. Is he really? I have no idea. I've seen interviews where he's just rude. Yeah. He's got a bad attitude. I, uh, everyone Sometimes, will forget a bad performance. Nobody yeah. forgets a bad attitude. Okay. Right. And that's the same reason I don't like Guns N' Roses. Fucking Axel. All right. But see, I'm, I'm able to you know separate the art from the person. Art comes from somewhere. You fucker. That's why, that's why I have so much conflict when it comes to Pantera stuff. Ah, because gotcha. of Phil. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very conflicted about how I feel about him versus the music. Because before I knew who he was or what you know what he was about, mm -hmm. I loved Pantera. Right. And now I, that love doesn't go away. For the music. For the music. Right. Oh, I, I never had love for him as a person. I yeah. just didn't know him. And then when I got to know who he was in the world, I was like, fuck. All right. When I met him, he was awesome. Oh, he's probably a super nice guy because you're a paying customer. Well, it was the after party. It wasn't even... But you had already paid to see him play. Okay. <laughs> I got it for free. Yeah. On your knees. No, no. A, a guy I used to work with was a I'll give you a backstage was, uh, pass. Not a roadie. Um, he, he worked at, a, I think it was at Nassau Coliseum. Mm -hmm. And they all got... You, show him, you show, showed him your tits. I did. And then you got, a, you got to see backstage. Back then I had none. Back then I was skinny. Um, I, would, I wouldn't know what that feels like. <laughs> Ever? I don't know. Even as a kid? As a kid. As a little kid. But I didn't care about being... Well, actually... Funny enough, I didn't eat a lot when I was a kid, and the doctor's like, "You're not eating enough. I, I don't want to be fat like them." Then you, then you, then you fucking went the opposite direction. I decided, oh yeah, I like cheeseburgers. So, Let's go. So this reminds me of uh, Keith. This song, only because we were working construction, we make fifty bu fifty bucks a day, I think, and uh, <clears throat> you know we were young. We were fifteen. Wait a second. What you were making fifty bucks a day, doing construction. Y you were day laborers. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're a day laborer. And um and I went out and I remember this was one of the first albums I bought with the money we got. This one, it was this, it was uh Countdown to Extinction. Okay. Uh and I remember we listened to it. We used to hang out in Glendale. I grew up in Bayside, but uh I used to hang out in Glendale. And uh, we had a boombox. Don't worry, I don't know where it is either. In Queens. Yeah, I don't. I've, right next I know to where Bayside you is. Got, I don't know where Glendale is. You got Ridgewood, and then you got Glendale as you move further down Myrtle Avenue. I don't know where Ridgewood is either. Oh, Jesus Christ. You fucking lived in Brooklyn, dude. Yeah. And I never went to Queens. And you never went to Ridgewood? You never no. went to... All right, whatever. No, no, I want to hear this. I want to hear this logic. What? Well, I've I been never all over to... Queens. I know Queens. You mention a place in Queens. I'll know where it is. You drove. Back then, a little bit. No, I was 15. I didn't. Okay, so um, what was your range at 15? Like, how far were you going? Uh, Bike-wise, probably three, four miles. Yeah. Uh, I got Bay Ridge, which is about three miles. Yeah. But I never left the borough. Oh, all right. Well, you're one, the, you're one of those New Yorkers. I knew a guy who lived in the Bronx his whole life. Met him when he was 18. I was like, do you ever go here? He's like, no. Do you ever go here? I was like, do you ever leave the Bronx? No. Well, some we people, are the epitome of what fucking, well, you guys are, of what New York is. You just never leave New York. Why would I, why, why would I go to Queens when I knew no one in Queens? I knew of nothing in Queens. There was no, there was no internet history of awesome places to go in Queens. That's a good point. <laughs> in the 90s, when I was a teenager. Anyway, Boombox. Exactly. Boombox listening to fucking Faith No More, Angel Dust, the album. That must have been so weird. Just you sitting somewhere blasting crack Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or Countdown to Extinction. Well, that's a little, that's not that bad. Yeah. No, it's not, to me, it's not as odd as the funk bass line 
of this song. <laughs> the thin, tinny All funk right. bass line of this song. Now, I love Billy Gould's bass playing. Okay. It's just this song, one song. I don't like the tone at all. So I picked the one song you, you picked didn't the like. You picked the one song I didn't like the bass tone on. And probably whatever whatever's on Sullen Victus. I listened to it once and forgot it existed. All right. Let's pick a song that so I can tear you apart. Oh, okay. Queensryche. No, this is not Needle it. Lies. This is not it. This one I fucking Off the enjoyed. album o- Operation Mindcrime. This one I enjoyed the shit out of. Because it's amazing. Yes. Jeff Tate's voice is fucking phenomenal. Oh, uh, it's it's unique. There I, are very few I voices love like his that. Voice. I love his voice. I know there's another voice like that, Todd Latori, the current singer. It's pretty similar. I haven't listened to new Queensryche, so I have no idea. It's pretty idea. good. Yeah. It's pretty good. When they do... Well, isn't there two Queensrykes now? No. Oh. Um, Jeff Tate does not use the Queensryche name. Okay. Because so of the confusion. Him. He they just sued and lost. Jeff Tate. Yeah. So it's Jeff Tate, uh, Jeff Tate, or there was... I forget the name of the other band. He had another band name that he was using for a while. I, think, I forget what it was called. It was it was bad. Uh, Jeff Tate's not a bad dude. He's just kind of a dick. Like he's just kind of... He's not a bad dude, but he's just kind of a dick. Yeah, but Mike you can Patton, be a dick without Mike being a Patton bad guy. is an asshole. He's an asshole, because he's rude to everybody. Oh. Well, but, that's consistency. But, um... Jeff Tate's just assholes to what, women? No. Well, wow. <laughs> that is very specific. That's what I mean. Like, what are you talking about? He's had... Like, he's selectively an in asshole? In his band, like, with his band, he's had moments of contention and shit like that. Okay. But it's never spilled over into the rest of the community. He was a dick during the recording of that song with Dio the that everyone was in. We're stars. Band-Aids? Uh, hearing aid. Hearing <laughs> aid. Because they couldn't stop themselves. And he was a dick, and they, they cut him down to, like, two parts. Okay. He's in background. Halford blew him out of the water anyway. Dio's Dio. Yeah. Paul Shortino from Rough Cut was better than him. It's just, you know, it was humbling. Okay. But this is a story about a heroin addict being used as a, a assassin mm-hmm. by a revolutionary group. Okay. Uh, using the Catholic Church as a, a hiding spot for um, an assassin. Is this a true story or no. he just made it up? I don't know. It's, it's completely false. Sounds cool as shit. It is cool as shit because <laughs> it's manufactured. Right. But the, the thing, uh, he's, in the beginning of the song, you can't just walk away. Yeah. That's a priest telling him that. Oh. And okay, see, I didn't, I didn't read very far into it. Did you I mean, ever did. listen to the whole album? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Okay, so. I was not the hugest uh, Queen Track fan. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I was, I'm, but I, you know, I got in late. I got it. I, I got in during the you know the empire years. It's not a terrible place and then to I be. Went, and then I went backwards. I never went forwards, you know. And then I, I stopped. Can't... I stopped because they did Silent Lucidity, and I went, "Oh, you're doing that, huh?" But that was on Empire. I remember. They did one song like that. I don't know. Did they ever go? I don't know what was after that. I thought they just went like uh, you know, like under the bridge and all that when they come up with that one famous song, you know, "Fly" by fucking. You know, uh, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, and just everything. And, and sounds everything like fly. after that sounds like fucking fly, or everything after that sounds like uh, under the bridge. And I, I was like, Oh my god, I fuck! Can't you're remember just trying name. to catch that fucking thing again. Just be yourself. You were so good in the beginning. The singer from Smash Mouth, Steve. I don't know his last name. You fucking, you could have said Bob. <laughs> I know, Steve. But his name is Steve. The only reason I know that is because I saw a thing where him and Guy Fieri were hanging out, and, and they almost exactly they almost turned into one person. <laughs> they were like, almost Voltron, like Dragon Ball Z fusion into one dude <laughs> with a complete beard. <laughs> it would either be completely blonde or completely brown. That's it awesome. was terrible. That's funny. But yeah, they got 
lumped into the same thing. They got they they got All Star, and then everything had to sound like All Star. Well, that was their first album, though. I, I know. So at Sugar least Ra- everything sounded okay. Like. Sugar Ray started awesome. You ever listen to first? Well, no, you wouldn't think so. But Sugar Wait, Ray's first album. Did you was say? Great. Did you listen to Sugar Ray's first album? I did ask you. No, that. Yeah, I mean, no. no, I did not. Yeah, Sugar Ray had a great first album. It was like punky and a little, you know, like like punk and uh, I wouldn't say hardcore, but you know, it was it was it was it was, <laughs> it, was it was on the edgier side. And then their next album they came out with, and it's most of that album is pretty decent. And then they came out with Fly because I I forget the story. But they were told to make a more radio friendly song. And then they did. And then, like you said, everything after that had to be had that. to sound like that. And then you get every morning and all this. And then, you know, like, holy shit, guys, you were so fucking good in the beginning. I know you. I know that money fucking must be great. But uh, holy shit. There's an argument um, Pat Oswalt puts out for hating Nickelback. He goes, I hate, I don't hate music anymore because people give Nickelback so much shit. They wrote music to make bros happy and get pussy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Really? How can I be mad at them? Right, right. It's like you made 6,000 dudes happy <laughs> and you're getting laid. Six Where's the fight? 6,000 dudes? Yeah. Oh, dude bros. Yeah. yeah. Just a whole bunch of, whole bunch of Kyles. Kyles, yeah. I know a Kyle. It's the opposite of every Kyle joke right, out right, there. Right. Literally the opposite. It's a, a, a reggae loving dude. He's a, a cousin of one of the guys I work with. Yeah. <laughs> well, they only, they only say Kyle because it's Kyle and Karen. It'd probably be more of like a Brandon or something like that. Brand, Brandon is a new is the new. What well, Tyler? Oh, a Tyler. A Kent. Kent. I've never heard of Kent before. <laughs> Kent's a cunt. <laughs> yeah. So. Queensryche, if yeah. you haven't heard Queensryche, go check out Operation Mindcrime. Don't check out Operation Mindcrime 2. I'm sorry it exists. When did that come out? After Oh, way Empire. after. Right, Dio's yeah, on it. Like, why? Because he plays a guy. It's it's like oh, a it's rock like a, opera. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Just give me a stomach ache. <sighs> Fucking rock opera. Yeah, no. I got nothing. I got nothing good to say about it too. Keep slapping your microphone. I'm sure that's going to end well. Shut up, dickhole. That's the second time you called me dickhole today, and I'm not mad because it's really funny. I, uh, I like dick tip. One day we one day we have to set up a, a phone or something and just record us setting up or record us in the car. Because half the time it's telling us to shut up and not talk about it till we do this. And then a lot of the other times is just cursing each other out. <laughs> or, yeah, calling hey, each other the names. Why don't you take or... those dick beaters and get it done right? <laughs> yeah, he calls my hands dick beaters. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> it's my dick, but it counts. All right. Anyway. Let's move on. So is this Grandmaster uh, Flash? Yes, it is. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. With white lines. Don't this tell, is... Don't tell me you don't like this. I, I do. I really do. It's just the subject matter is so fucked up because this was like 1980. Was Two, it? It was 82 or 83. Uh-huh. It was literally before the height of the crack epidemic. Right. And it got way worse before it got better. Yeah. Now I'm sma- slapping yeah, my see? mic. Now you got me doing it. Slap it. <laughs> Anyway, so this song, this see, this song has a a um, a Brooklyn uh, story with me. I remember my my uncle and aunt uh, used to live in 
uh, Bay Ridge. And this reminds me of going down the Belt Parkway in the 80s with my parents. Seeing the white line in the middle of the road? Yeah, that and the song. Just kidding, Jesus. And, and it reminds me of wildfires. I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but there were always wildfires on the side of the Belt Parkway. Yeah, by uh, Canarsie. Always. It used to always catch fire. Right. And that's what I remember. That's I where remember you dump cars. I remember driving through and there was fires on the side of the road. I mean, you know, you don't see that now. It's, I mean- the belt you just be staring at the window, smiling, white lines, things yes. on fire in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's just mayhem. The, the 80s sing. were mayhem. Yes. Yes. And we didn't know it because we grew up and we were kids. It was normal to us. I have a different story. Okay, go. So not <laughs> a Grandmaster Flash story. Go ahead. It has nothing to do with him. What? How's I it was hanging out, okay, with, hanging out with my friend Lou, hanging out with my wife, sitting in a Taco Bell parking lot like animals. Yeah. Looked across the street and I looked too fast and it was Grandmaster something's Kung Fu and whatever. Oh. And I go, <laughs> I thought Flash. it was a Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> and then my brain went, what you see is not a test. I'm going to kick this little girl in the chest. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it works. And he almost threw up Taco Bell on my back. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry. That is funny. It, it's And every time I drive past this, but it's still there. Yeah. Every time I drive past this you place, sing that line. I sing it, I howl, my son howls. Yeah. My wife is like, you are stupid. <laughs> now this is, I mean, uh, this is going to sound weird, but this is back when hip hop was fun. It was, it was, uh, I, I wouldn't say fun. It was more uh, party oriented. Uh, right, right. It was more dance it, and party it, it oriented before, than It was before, uh, right. It was before gangster rap and whatever today's stuff is called i'm not even gonna wow uh, what? he almost said something really racist no no not, not no not racist I, I didn't want to call it shit <laughs> but i mean because you know what did he though listen i did but but the funny thing is is that uh we say it about i say it about my kids music all the time they listen to stuff they play something for me and i'm like oh my god i am a, a fucking old man i am my parents because their music is garbage Devin doesn't have terrible taste in music. He just likes poppy stuff. Yeah. He likes no, poppy no, wait, stuff. He likes dancing stuff. He's wait till, six. Wait till he, yeah, wait till he gets into like, you know, stuff he wants. You're going to try to push him in a direction. He'll listen to some. And then, sure, I'll show him, you know, punk stuff. I'll show them, you know, punk and, and, and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then I'll play them something like Wesley Willis, Rock and Roll McDonald's. And it's the greatest thing in the world. I am so happy that they like <laughs> Rock and Roll McDonald's. Yeah. I thought it would be a funny joke this week when we were getting McDonald's to show my kids rock and roll McDonald's, and it has been on nonstop in my house. He did it to himself. Everywhere I go. You did it to yourself. You they, have nobody to blame but you. But I got to say, it was a genuine laugh from both of them. When they first heard it that first time, holy crap, did they laugh hard. It's a hard laugh the first time you hear it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, what am I listening to? What the hell is this? Right. Whose idea was this? Yeah. This is weird. This is odd. Yeah. And he, the Casio, whatever you, the Casio, the looped, the looped. It's um, an Alesis, uh The looped uh, uh, drum roll. Because I remember having it as a kid. I had that that little Casio and you would, it, it would play the tune and then you would hit that little button. It would go. It's that, that synthesized drum roll that is so terrible. They're all terrible. It's so great. It's I. It's undeniably stupid, right? But this song is like, like we didn't realize how bad crack was. Like, right? 
And I don't, I don't know about you. And I'll tell you what, I think was as a kid, I thought this was white lies, not white lines, white lies, like little white lies. I was young. White people. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's something about, about this song. It's like, they like, almost like they didn't know how bad it was going to get. Yeah. Yeah. And it got so much worse. Right. It really did. It, it, the, the mid to late eighties were a nightmare when it came to crack. <laughs> yeah. This neighborhood didn't have much to it. The like towards Hamilton Avenue yeah. was nuts. Like I could see like down by the, by the highway. It looks That's like it Hamilton Avenue. Oh, yeah. Okay. It okay. was nuts. Yeah. It's still nuts down there. It, yeah. It's not a, uh, I wouldn't want to be there at night. There is a hipster movement into Red Hook. Okay. Now Red Hook, when I was growing up was a no go. Okay. You did not go to Red Hook. For anything, unless at any, you were looking at any for point trouble during the day, at, even like day during the day. Okay, there are parks down there. Nobody wanted to go to them. Now, this is mind you, I am forty-two now. I was like in the eighties. I was a kid. Yeah, even in the nineties and the early two thousands, during the at night, it was still a no-fly zone. Right, even when it was getting better, the it city was, was getting better. It's still not better. It's the problem is not the people. The problem is the policing. Because they don't it's wanna, non-existent. They don't want to be there. Even to this day. Yeah. There's a lot like there's an IKEA down there that caught yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. Remember that there was a big fire down there? Okay. Down by I don't the, it, but the I know the was, IKEA. It was the I evidence lockup down by the water. Oh, that's where it was? Okay. It was right next to IKEA. Uh-huh. That whole area is empty. Right. And people want to build stuff there. Yeah. But then in between point A and point B is um the poor community. Right. And and it's if I remember correctly, it's hard to get to too. Right? It's, it's not, not easy. Really... There's there's like two ways in and out. Yeah. The Gowanus is a problem. Yeah. The Gowanus is another nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's a smelly pit in the They're middle of Brooklyn. To clean it. I mean, they they tur- so when I was in my early twenties, they fixed the turbines that actually move the water. Yeah. To keep it clean, and it worked for about a year, and then they gunked up again, probably with dead bodies, because that's where people used to Wonderful. dump people. Yeah. That's the same thing. The 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 was it by Borden and you know where the the the, the bridge was? was? Yeah. yeah, there was a bridge there. Yeah, I remember that. That water, they, they found bodies in there all the time. Wonderful. Yeah, even while you were working there. Yeah, no, they found a they found a stripper. Yeah, from that place that was in you know the walk to Roxy, there was a yeah. strip club. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Mike's gonna oh, beat she me was up for not remembering. There? It was from there. Well, it was they found it behind there. Yeah. So yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, uh, strip clubs aren't known for their uh, good record keeping. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't. I doubt her W two's lined up. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so back to back to white lines. Uh, New York in the eighties and not even nineties was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every time you think of Friends, and you see that first episode, know that like five blocks away, somebody was literally shooting up. Right, because that took place in the Upper West Side, supposedly. I don't know. I know. I know. Central Park was. Oh no! It was supposed to be the village. Yeah, it was supposed to be the village because you can pass the. You can go to the. Uh, and if you the can get, go through the village without finding somebody strung out, it's a miracle. Well, now you can. Mm. The West Village. The West Village is nice. Still, East Village uh, is still East a little village, dicey. No, East Village is getting. Well, East Village got good for a while, uh, except for Avenue D, and then nobody wants the D. Yeah, and then and then now it's it's. And it, back then, it used to be a black on white issue. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's like, "Oh, the black community is this, the black community is that." It wasn't that. It wasn't the white community. It was the drugs, it, and it was just the poor area. It yeah, was just... 
Everything yeah. everything we deal with is a war on the poor. Yeah. Anyway, now that I've made it really fucking depressing. Yeah, let's, let's make it worse. Yeah. So sabotage. Worst the, fucking song on this out on this yes. list. And it's short, thankfully. Oh, Mercifully it. short. Hated it. It has the least amount of lyrics in any of these songs. Yeah. The Thorazine Shuffle. And it, yeah. And then it, it, it came on, and every time I would listen to this list, this would come on and it would go, just just breathe. breathe this is breathe. also from a rock opera. Is it? Streets. Garbage. Yeah. Sabotage. This is what made me hate Sabotage. Okay. It made me hate Sabotage, too. Yeah. This and Taunting Cobras. They have a song called Taunting Cobras. I don't know. I don't okay. know why. I'm glad I only know the fucking Mountain King one. You fucking licking cobras, and for all I care, yeah. fuck, song sucks dick. This was terrible. This was yeah. this was a torture to listen to every time it came on. So this is actually the idea that uh, you know the Thorazines used to uh, sedate schizophrenics, right? So and it's addictive, I, I suppose. No, oh, okay. Uh, all Th Thorazine is just necessary to make a schizophrenic person calm enough where they're not full-blown schizophrenic right so why is this uh, so i don't understand there is this slow well it it dulls all the senses turns them basically basically into a zombie see because i never because um i think lithium is another medication they use for I, this. I, I was just because I, 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 I think of the beginning because i had the, this song on on this list too uh just one fix by ministry and in the beginning there's that part where the guy goes give me the thorzine oh it might be it might be addictive you know but i think anything that dulls or changes the senses can be addictive. Yeah. I, Especially when you're trying to cover an obvious mental problem. Right. Like something that not only affects the way the world operates around you. Yeah. But uh, the way you interpret your sense, your yeah. own senses. See, the funny thing is that schizophrenia I, messes I, with your own senses. I, I look at these and if you, well, you're going to see on my, on mine is it's mostly drinking songs only because I don't know the other side. I don't know the, the drug side of things. You know, like methadone, right? Methadone is used to treat heroin addiction, but it does the same thing. Kind it's just of. not addictive or something. No, it's 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 like it's I don't understand the what dangerous. What, it's very dangerous. Where did I? I actually wrote about the because there's methadone is used to treat heroin addiction. It is it turns people into zombies as well. Okay, but the other thing is they're not going and committing crime to get money to get something that can kill them a controlled dose of methadone is actually technically better okay but yeah I, I don't know this stuff somebody in recovery is going to tell you it ruins your liver just as fast it does all these all these major damage issues right the same way that heroin does okay and then you also can't drink with it because it will kill you really because it'll literally murder your liver okay that plus alcohol will cause you to go into liver failure yeah uh a lot of People who end up succumbing to overdose while on methadone, usually it's because they combined it with either they they combine multiple doses of heroin with it or multiple doses of methadone by itself or mix that with um, alcohol. So that's fucking terrifying. If you have yeah. a fucking alcohol addiction and you got it and, and, and a heroin addiction, you are fucked. Yeah. It's, wow. Addiction is because it's it's I argue this all the time with people at work. It's not a, it's, there's no choice involved with it. Mm. You're either going to be addicted to something or you're not. Right. There are some people who literally can drink heavy and then never drink again. Right. There are some people who can't even have a sip of alcohol because the next thing you know, they're drinking a bottle. They're right. drinking two bottles. I hear people. Yeah. See, I, I can, I can go. And, and the and, understanding of that is, <clears throat> is a huge thing. For right. Us. I can have the one night of drinking until I fucking want to kill myself. And then. Wake up the next morning with the headache and go, yeah, I think I'm good for a couple months. I say, <laughs> I'm going to be nice. You're in your 40s. 
Yeah. Are you ever drinking until you want to kill yourself now? No. I was going to say, no. Because if you are, we need to have a sit down. <laughs> That's the point where an intervention is necessary. No, no. If you're getting blitzed at our age, no. There's a problem. Like, out with, out a good time, you have a little too much wine, you're a little loopy. That's fine. My mom once went out with no, family I don't get friends. Blackout anymore. I My mom got twice. blasted once. They were giving giving her caipirinhas, the the Brazilian drink. Okay, and she was bombed. <laughs> she like she, my dad's pushing her in the car into car service. Like get in there. Yeah. So Thorazine is I, fucked up. I don't even want to talk about These this kind song. Of, what? I don't even want to talk about this song. It's so dead. It's so bad. It's Dude, it's sad. It's it's sad. It's terrible. It the was, song is not great. Yeah, it was the low point of this thing. Like thank God. In our list, my next song was the next one because it is so upbeat. I, you don't like it. I'm gonna get into it in a second. Uh, yeah, sabotage. I'm not a huge sabotage fan. It just it's it, the song has been in my head since the early 2000s when it was introduced to me. And you thought I was gonna hold your hand. Yeah, I know. I was just like, put my hand up. I what thought he was doing? gonna hold my hand. I'm, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Between you, the last time you licking your lips at me, <laughs> and this time you're trying to hold my hand. It's like, I don't know what kind of connection you're trying to make here. <laughs> oh, go to the next one. Pie Tasters. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the song. I, uh, don't, I don't have the song Stone titles. Feeling. That's right. Stone Feeling. So is he talking about just drinking? Uh, for the most part. I think he's talking about, um, again. Because I, I went another way with this as well. Really? What did you think? You, you were getting a little, I don't, I don't want to say this crassly. We'll call it Lust Drunk. For this song, that just it reminded me of that. It's when no, you're so, he's telling a story about uh, basically a guy who drinks himself all day. No one wants to hang out with him. All the women he, he they leave him. Yeah, and he doesn't understand why. Because he's the fucking problem, right? But my brain goes to that like it, because of the the stone feeling. Yeah. My brain goes to that. Hey, you ever been so frothed up? You start making poor choices. <laughs> this is not not at all. Did you read the lyrics? I did. And I got, and I got what got it was saying. It just, my brain jumps to where it jumps to. Right. Okay. I'm but sorry. I jumped to weird places in the, my, in my mind. What I love about the pie tasters is first, I love the pie tasters. And second, they have a way of making bad situations sound so happy in songs. I, I have many examples this is an upbeat song. If you it is didn't an upbeat listen song. to the lyrics. But if you listen to the lyrics, you realize this guy's just right. too he's a, stupid to realize right, he's that he's the fucking problem. Right. There's and another I, song in here that I have I have comments on that are really funny. <laughs> just saying. Yes. I'm sure. Well, I'm looking at the list. And uh, yeah, there's one more of yours that I just. I, it's, that, it's that one. The second to last one? Second to last one. All right. Yeah. But it's, it's funny. Not, yeah, not bad. No. So uh, this. This. The pie tasters have a way of, of saying things in a way that sounds happy. But when you read the lyrics, it's no good. Oh, yeah. You know, this guy's a loser. But he thinks that these things are, are like just bad luck to him, that he's the good guy. And that these things are just bad luck. Nobody wants to hang out with him. His bottle is empty. He's got to go get another one. Yeah, that's alcoholism. Right. That's a- Hence why it's on here. I know. I know. I get <laughs> Yes, I get why it's on here, but like I was saying, it's for some about, reason, when he's like, "All my ex girlfriends don't want to don't want to deal with me," yeah. it makes me think of like, I've made some poor choices in the past. <laughs> I, I've I've made some pretty poor choices. So this song went personal to you. That's what it is. That's what you're saying. Well, I've never been drunk. I, I've I've been the person like this. 
I'm going to say it the way I know you say it. This bitch is a mess. I got to get out of here. <laughs> it's just too frothed up to, to make a good decision. Frothed up. You know exactly what I mean. I know, well, he I knows like, exactly what we, I mean. A lot, of, a lot of guys know it. It's the fog. Yeah. <laughs> the fog. Yes. Sometimes you have to clear the fog before you leave the you house. You got to get the poison they, out. They did that. Yes. That is, uh, yeah. If you watch uh, something about Mary, all these things happen in one scene. And it's the fog, frothed up, whatever whatever you want to call it. That's what it is. Clear your head. <laughs> and, and then you go out. It's the same thing. My wife's like, what would you do if you won the lottery? I'm like, jerk off. She goes, what? I go, post-nut clarity is important. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made any major decision in my life without jerking off first. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. It is so important. Not like, where are we going to eat? <laughs> I hope not, because what if we go to if we're going to the bagel store after this? You've said, I don't want you to, "Excuse me, Mike." Oh, shit. You've said to me, "Hey, where do you want to eat?" I'm like, "I don't know," and I don't, I don't leave the room. And I go, "Maybe I'll get a bagel." I'm not jerking off in between. And you're not seeing it. No, it's usually like, "Where am I going to go to school? Should I change jobs?" Jerk off, like, "What am I crazy? I've been working here for 30, I've been working 20 years. twelve years." <laughs> I did that in 2010. I had gotten a second job. At the medical examiner's office. <laughs> and uh, before I took the job, I was yeah. like, I got to get it out. I got to see what, if I really want to do this. And I did. And then I realized when I got, when I started doing the job, I, yeah. I was day four. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I can't do this. next. And that was the first time I didn't tug one out before because <laughs> I was thinking about something horrifying and I didn't want to put those two together. Um <laughs> I don't my want luck. this idea to, to mess up that idea. Because my luck, my brain to go, ding, new king unlocked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a goddamn mess. Oh, man. All right, let's move to your next one. Uh, this would be Sponge with Molly. So awesome. I love Sponge. The first album, honestly, their other albums are good. Their first album was Literally life changing for me. This was, what, their second album or something? No, it was the first album. Oh, this was their first album? This was from. Um, this is from 16, uh, was it 16? Uh, Rotting Pinata is the name of the album. Okay. I didn't listen to the whole album. I knew this from, here we go. Here's story time with Mike. So this song brings back good memories because I worked in a cemetery for two years. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Before you continue. Go ahead. A song called 16 Candles Down the Drain <laughs> brought you back to good times at working in the cemetery. Yes. What the fuck? So I was a landscaper for the at the cemetery. I used to mow the lawns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, yeah, so I used to mow the lawns and stuff like that. And back then, I just had a Walkman. It was the mid-90s. Yep. 95. This came out in 94. This was, 90, this must have been 94, 95. I either worked 94, 95, or 95, 96 at the cemetery. Sorry, I was off mic there. And um, I would walk around with a, with a Walkman because we didn't have phones and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I would listen to 92.3 or, you know, like the, the rock stations in, in New York. And uh, this song came on and I dug it, you know. This album is a no skip album for me. And this is probably one of those ones I I've would take. I, I would to take to album. a desert island or to my grave. Okay. I'll, I'll listen to this album because I never gave this. This was just a, a radio song uh, album. Uh, you know, they had two. They had two hits from this. They had 16 this? Candles and Plowed. Same wow. album. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every other song on this album is as good, if not better. Okay. Best way to end an album. Best way to start an album. They were just phen- phenomenal. Phenomenal. 
So this is top three for you, just like uh, yes. Angel Dust for me? I would say top five. Top five, okay. Um, so, you know, people, this is the 90s to me. Yes, this I can see the that, 90s. definitely. Uh, this is this is about a drug suicide. Okay. Um, not a fun story. No, I know this definitely not. brought you back to a fun time in your, in your life. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, one of the one of the things he finds this girl passed out in the bathtub, mm. sees a glass and sees, you know, lipstick on the glass and thinks she's thinks she's drunk and then he sees the note, he reads the note and the note is basically I wished I loved you enough to stay. Mm. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I always thought like there's nothing he could have done to stop it. Did he know the girl? Or was it the yeah, girl? Yeah, no, the no, idea it was, is, it was, it was I don't know if it's based on a real story, but right. when you think of, like, once you see a suicide note, no matter what it says, there is nothing you could have done to stop them. Right. There's no intervention. There's, like, I lost a very good friend of mine. His name is Angel. Angel was battling mental illness for years, hiding it by drinking. Um, his child was being taken by the mother out of state. And he just couldn't handle it and end his life. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, his whole family reeled. Like, I called him just to say what's up. And, I, you know, I missed him. And I talked to his dad because his yeah. dad had his cell phone. And it must have happened within a week. Right. His dad was just distraught. I could And I, there's no comforting. And I've I known this guy I for- I can't even imagine. It was, I can't even at imagine. At that point, I had known him 10, 15 years. Yeah. And it was, it was painful. Yeah. And it- it sucks and it leaves everyone else reeling mm -hmm. and there's no like his brothers like you we couldn't nobody could st save him nobody could have saved him right his brothers couldn't have intervened and made things better nobody could have solved the problem in his head that was so big and that's what this song makes me think of it makes me think of this person had even at 16 years old had the world on their shoulders in a way that nobody could alleviate right and yeah. that's the problem with mental illness you feel like the world's against you. You feel like there's no getting better. Right. And that's why you said it was 998? 988. 988. Yeah. For suicide prevention, please, if you feel like there's no way out, call them. They will help you. They will They will do anything to help you. Mm -hmm. All right. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. It's really, this is getting more depressing. But by, this, by the I, way, I, I, I this love this song. It's an upbeat song. Yes, again. Right. It's, it's uh, you know... <clears throat> Excuse me. It's one of these songs that, for that I know. I, I've, I got my hands clasped, and uh, I'm in the middle of talking. And by the way, if you hear my voice, my voice is usually much like the past few months. I, I've had this problem. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let uh, you finish. And I really think. God, this is gonna sound so stupid. It's I'm conspiracy like time. Man. I sound like an old man. I really think it's the fucking wildfires because the, the Canadian air, wildfires air quality. Yeah, because I work outside all day. And uh, my voice has been shitty for You have aerosoled maple syrup months. on your fucking vocal cords. God damn it. Anyway, move on. No, you move on. All right. My next song is Dope Sick Girl by Rancid. I like Rancid. I I, I don't know. The, I didn't know this song beforehand. Okay, this is the first album with... Uh, this is their second album. The first album with Lars Fredrickson on guitar. Okay. Uh, this is the album that introduced me, basically. If not... No, uh, yeah... It introduced me to punk rock, kind of. Okay. You know, like like this was like kind of like the the doorway. Okay. This was also the, this is the song I told, I, I had a ranted song on a previous list that I said that 
I had a 1978 Nova where only half of the speakers worked. And I don't know if you've listened to this on the, if you listen to this on it's the split stereo. Right. So the lead that is on the right is on side. The right side. And yeah. those were the speakers that were out on that car. So I only heard half the song. And then when I bought a Honda Prelude, because this is one of my favorite albums, and I put it in it the Honda the Prelude, Prelude to a good car. I, <laughs> I put it in I put it in there and it was a brand new album. <laughs> Especially this song, because this song, I was like, there's a whole other part yep. of this song that I never heard. It is definitely split left, right. Yeah. Um I yell at the Beatles for this. Because if you didn't have both headphones in. Yeah, you didn't hear the whole song. You weren't hearing most of the song. Right, you didn't hear the solo or... But uh, what did you think of the song itself? It's great. Terrible subject matter, but it's great. Well, here's the thing is, is with this whole album, like you said about uh, Molly and stuff like that, I'm not sure if it's a true story. I bet it is. I don't know if... I don't. I honestly don't know if, if 16 Candles is a true story. Okay, no, but I'm saying with this is he basically sets the premise. When he opens up, he goes, this song's about a girl who yeah. ripped me off. She was dope sick. And then it goes into it. Yeah. You know? So gotta, you gotta love that that punk honesty. Yeah. <laughs> Which also goes to another song on this list. <laughs> we'll, and we'll I get actually there. do I have a lot we'll, to say about we'll that. We'll get one. there. Yeah. But uh this is yeah, this is another this is another um desert island album for me. So the, this okay, so the one of the terms for heroin is feeding the demon. Yeah. It's a terrible way to go. Right. These uh, just wasting into nothing mm-hmm. and then you know the the cure for that is methadone the which, treatment yeah. for that which mm-hmm. is just as bad if not worse at right, times right right um it's crazy when you think about it's like putting a band-aid on a bullet wound yeah and then i knew guys who were who got mixed up with heroin yeah and then who ended up getting clean either on their own or through methadone and the the guys who got clean on methadone are literally their problems yeah like well nobody wants to be around them they are just as bad on methadone as they were on heroin listen we had somebody but they're on, alive we had somebody on the block um on, on 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 my block who was a heroin act and um they were friends with us and they robbed from us they were friends with my kids that's terrible and he overdosed Two or three times on the block, mm. by uh, uh, ambulances, cops on our block. I didn't want my kids to see this. The last time, not. the last time he did it, unfortunately, he passed away. I mean, it's you know, it's terrible. Yeah, and I mean, without the drugs, great guy. With the drugs, I mean, we had a ring doorbell. We used to see him come up on our porch, try to grab packages. I mean, stupid shit. Yeah. Stupid shit where if he asked for help, we would have helped him. You know what I mean? But they you the problem is you have to want help. Right. And he must not have wanted it. And yet. I think he was trying to really hide it. He would always say stupid shit like we would talk to him and he'd be like, I need you to pick me up because I got into an accident on the southern state. And then where he would tell us we he got into the accident, I'd be like, you know, he'd be like, I hit the guardrail at exit so and so. And I mean we take the southern state quite often. I'm like, there's no guardrail there. You know, in that location. And you just, you'd have to and be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it sucks. It does. And, uh, he, yeah, he, the last time he did it, that's it. You know? I had, I had good friends that got off, off of stuff. One went on to a very, 
very good, productive life. Yeah. I'm not going to call him out because it's not fair to him for his story. Right. That's why. Yeah. I'm not saying uh, the other one ended up with long term uh, kidney and liver problems and ended up passing. Yeah. And I've lost a few. I've lost a few friends. I when I was younger, I used to distance myself from most drugs. Mm -hmm. So if I found out somebody was using drugs, I usually just like stop hanging out with them. Right. And then years later, you'd find out they were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were so many people I wasn't around towards the end, but because of my beliefs, I made that the issue. Mm -hmm. And it kind of at times I feel bad for it. You know, I well, what are you gonna do? It's, it's your choice. You, you yeah. know, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be associated, how do I say this? Yeah, without, I mean, you know, when we were kids, if I saw like you said a bad situation, you'd avoid it. I'd avoid it. Yeah, it's not being. I still avoid it. Right. Right. But now, now it's more for my son. I don't want that. Correct. I don't want him to to be subjected to that if he doesn't have to be. I got you. I, got I wouldn't you. even say yet, just if he doesn't have to. Right. It's weird being a dad. Okay. It's weird. Like, now I judge everything based on how he looks at the world. Right. Of course. It's yeah. so weird. Right. That's why I showed them Rock and Roll McDonald's, because I knew they would have a fucking blast with it. <laughs> yeah, he did. And right. they did. Let's move. We have three more songs to go. Yeah. Now this is where it's it's going to get a little upbeat now I believe I think so, okay? Because I want to talk about the Pat Travers band, snorting whiskey. Okay, first off, who the fuck is Pat Travers? He's a, he's a musician. He's just a dude. I, he I is a, he's a dude with an awesome band. Okay, okay, if you say so. Oh come this, on, this was good. The song itself was good. Here's what I hate: a dislike. Let's say it's okay. a strong word. Dislike the old switcheroo. Snorting whiskey and shooting. And, <laughs> oh, snorting whiskey and drinking, drinking cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Anytime you do that in a song, it sounds so lazy to me. I'm switching it up. I'm a crazy guy. This might have been the first one. Ew. This as is old. As, like, it turned me off as soon as I heard it because I was like, ew. Well, I thought about putting cocaine by. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Okay. But then it was all, it was going to be kid out the window jokes the whole time. <laughs> I can't. I can't stop it. Oof! Uh, it's like what did, all right, so, so what's the me, difference between a kid and a bag of coke? He jump out of the window for a bag of coke. Tell me. Tell me about this because I'm done. He's just. I'm, I'm not going to talk about this song anymore because it. It's I, a quick one. I love the song I, itself. I liked. Yeah. I hated the lyrics. Well, okay, that one lyric. That, that one, just that one part. That one part. Terrible. He's talking about using coke and drinking to, to Obviously. get women. Yeah. He's. Gonna, I'm going to drive that girl insane. But it's it's really it. Snorting whiskey. The covers of this are almost as good as the original. This, you know what I wish you would have put here? What? One bourbon, one scotch, and one beer by George. George Thorogood. I can't. That's I, a good song. I can't. I just don't dig George Thorogood all the time. Well, I just did because we used to go to a Red Rock and they used to play that and we used to do it. That's <laughs> yeah, we were fucking those people. We were those guys. And the, by fucking those people, you mean each other. <laughs> I like how you started laughing before I finished because I knew where it was going. As I right said, in the keister. As, as I said it, I went. There's no. There should be a comma somewhere in here. <laughs> Semicolon. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> See, somebody's colon. There should... <laughs> ah. Which brings us to our next song: <laughs> The Dead Kennedys with "Too Drunk to Fuck." Yes. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a little thing right here. If you, I don't know if I was on the camera. I no. got to get it off of the fucking the mouse pad. Yeah, it's freaking me out. Go so, ahead. just for the record, the internet does not have lyrics for this. 
I had like no. when I went to go pull up the lyrics, I'm like, why are there no lyrics for this? Because so, he's unintelligible. No, he, it's basically about a guy who goes to a party. He gets too drunk. Yeah. He falls down the stairs and he thinks that, you know, I, I think he, I, I his ass know. hurts. So he thinks he had sex. No, he meets a girl. And I want to say that they want to do something, but he basically tells, I'm too drunk to fuck. He's got whiskey dick. I'm too drunk to fuck. It's, it's, it's right in the title. It's not a It's not a play on words. See, <laughs> at one point I'm like, did he say she's too drunk to fuck? Because that's responsible. No, I think he's talking about himself. Because if he's talking about himself, okay, that's cool. But also if he's like, she's too drunk to fuck, that's, that's responsible. Might, at, the, at the end, when he goes into the, he might be like saying he's too drunk to fuck. She's too, I think you might be right. Yeah. because I'm trying to play the song you know, in my head. There's consent involved. Right. Of course. And well, this is uh, the 80s. And still. Yeah. But, still consent. No, but I mean, I mean, back then it was a little, you know. It was a problem. Yeah. It was, you know, a lot of things were happening without people's permission. Right. And it quickly escalated to, oh, that's just what happens. No, it's not what right. happens. Yeah, no. That's what happens when people don't control themselves. Correct. Yeah. So this song. Self-control is very important. This song reminds me of high school. No matter how frothed up you get. Yeah, from the fog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I used to go to my friend Pete's basement and we used to walk to school together and he was, I mean, I was too drunk to fuck you. I was, yeah. I was getting, I was getting into it, but he was the guy. Yeah, I who, bet you were. <laughs> you can't stop. You can't stop. I can't, well, I can't stop ever, like, but no, you like, can't pause it's like, like that. The, the train is going down the tracks and it's going downhill and you just, it's just going and you <laughs> just can't stop. It. I see. I'm like, no, stop Dave. And you can't stop. So he would put on songs nope, while he was it. getting ready. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. So it was Dead Kennedys. He put on uh, uh, Mr. Bungle, um, um, Faith No More Sometimes. It was uh, uh, Sick of It All. He introduced me to a lot of music, whereas he was getting ready, we would just listen to music. So you'd, and one of them you'd was listen the to this Kennedys. and watch him change? No, he'd go into the fucking other room, dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I've seen you change your shirt in that corner. Okay, what I have no idea. You're what, like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's like, put on something. <laughs> you put on something, I'll take something off. I lost my thing. Good. <laughs> Hope it went back inside you. <laughs> so, so what else you got to say about this one? It's funny. It's 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 a good song. I'm not sure it's well no. Most of Dead Kennedy songs are not funny. They're actually quite political. Oh, yeah. No, I... This okay. one, I think, yeah. I think they just took... A, oh. uh, Holiday in Cambodia is my favorite. <laughs> it is very good. It's definitely not funny. No. Although he does sing it like it should be. If I'm not mistaken, the singer's name is Jello Biafra. Jello Biafra, yeah. Okay. I, I have nothing negative to say about it. It's just... It's, it's a funny punk name. Yeah. You know, listening to Henry Rollins' rant... Yeah. All these years well, has gets, has has lightened my soul. I was about to say, about to say what you don't like Henry Rollins. I love Henry Rollins. Yes, I love him in Black Flag. I like his speaking. I like his acting. Yeah, he's a funny, charming guy. Yes, him talking about meeting RuPaul and becoming close friends and going out to lunch together. Well, RuPaul, you know, started in a punk band. Yes, you know, I it's mean, in the, Atlanta, it's it's not far from from the soul of of of. Drag is music. Right, right. Like well, drag, think, drag queens and music are tied together. Think of glam. Think of glam. Yeah. That's what it is. Dress drag. And you said the word glam. I thought of one person right off the bat. David Bowie. David Johansson. Okay, okay. From the New York Dolls. Yeah. 
Buster Poindexter. Buster Poindexter, yeah. Yeah. That's where my, the second you said it, I saw that jowly face in my head. He told the story, and I fucking wish I could remember how he became Buster Poindexter. Like how they talked him into it. I thought it was drugs. No, they talked him into it. How he, uh, and, and it, he, it's, it's, it's an alter ego, obviously. Obviously. But, uh, like Chris Gaines. Ugh. <sighs> ugh. I hate Garth Brooks. I hate Chris, Chris Gaines more. Did you, do you know the Tom Segura, Chris Gaines, uh, Chris Gaines, Tom, Tom Segura. I almost spit water when you said it. <laughs> Tom Segura and, uh, he's been fucking with Garth he tells Brooks him for that years. He's a, that he's a serial killer. <laughs> Where do you hide the bodies that he got blocked on Twitter? Oh, X or whatever the hell it is now. That Garth Brooks blocked him. How many billion dollars did he pay to change the name from Twitter to X? <laughs> and everybody's still going to call it Twitter. It's shitty. That's what it... <laughs> I didn't like Twitter before. I literally use it to talk to two of my friends. Right. Because they're... That's their main social platform. Yeah. Other than that, I don't use it. Well, it's a disaster now. It's like, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I have nothing to say on there. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't even advertise it. I have nothing to say on there. Uh, Threads is another one, even though it's... I signed up. It, it, it's the you same You were right thing. there it's with me. We started it, and then it's and like... It's, there's eh. nothing to do on it. Yeah. I do everything on Instagram. Instagram. And, and it, you know... Ports over. And right. even funnier is, it's showing me people I don't give a shit about. Right. Like, it's I saw you on there in front of you, some other people I know, and then there are the whole bunch of people I've never had anything to do with. Well, because if, you, if you're in the beginning, if you hit anything you follow... When they sign up, it, it automatically becomes yeah, your friend. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I didn't do that. So, it just started with randoms. So on this list, I got a little, uh, I got a little oh, oh, overzealous. Yes, and I <laughs> I enjoyed that, and I put an extra song, which is, and I don't know if you've heard this, the cycle sluts from hell. Yes, I wish you were a beer. I remember this from Beavis and Butthead in the nineties. Yes, well, it originally started. Where I know it from is the box. Do you remember the box? Video music box. Yes, yes, and this would come on. And the video was so weird. I don't know if they did anything after this. I don't even know if this is on an album or if this is a one-shot deal. No, it, this is a band. Well, this okay. is like a legit band. Because I never looked them up. I just, when we did Wait, did you influence. do any research for these guys? No. Where are they from? I don't know. I, te- I said I didn't do any research. They're New York. They're New Yorkers. Shut your mouth. They're New York, New York. There's a line in here that says, forget about it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I didn't think of, yeah. I, I had to look it up. I'm like, where are, these, yeah. where, are these, where are these people from? Right. Really? All girl band? No, all girl singer band. If you watch the band, if you watch the the was it the drummer? So one of them. One of them's just an ugly girl. Yeah, yeah. It's just an ugly girl. That's they're people too. You <laughs> fucking racist. <laughs> you brought it up, and then I'm in trouble. No, that I think oh. they had one male member, but all the females. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the female, like both guitarists. I think both guitarists, bassist, and singer. Yeah, are all female. I don't know. The the important ones in the band. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Drum, <laughs> drummer don't count. So. Had to do it. Yeah, Cycle Sluts from Hell. I they are awesome. A beer. I had to put it on here. This is pure thrash. It is. I don't give a fuck when anyone says this is thrash. It is. And it's fun. The second I heard, forget about it, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, these Brooklyn bitches? They, uh, yeah, you know what? I want to look They call up, themselves but... sluts. I, I'm allowed to call them bitches. <laughs> I know it's misogynistic, but really, there is no more appropriate term for these guys. They're awesome. But, you know, I mean, we really don't have to talk that much about it, but I just wanted to put it on here because when I thought of Under the Influence, this is one of the first songs that popped into my head, and I just wanted to put it on here. It's pretty. It's it's a pretty good song. It's, it's a great a, song. Not a good... No, it's not it's, a bad... It's a great song. Not a badly written song. No. It's not... Solos are awesome. Right. 
You know? The only thing it was missing. What? Cowbell? Yeah. Always. <laughs> no. It, it, the only thing it was missing is a whole album like this. I, I didn't oh, I get to Yeah, I don't know I, could, I would listen album. to a whole album like this. I gotta, I gotta to look me, it up. This is a female version of Testament in my brain. What? Yeah. Okay. It's that level of thrash. I did not see that coming. I, got, I have no joke for that. <laughs> really? That? You don't have there was, a soap there was something about on your back, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, this, this list was a lot of fun. Like I said, um, serious topic. Uh, it can get pretty dark, pretty heavy. Uh, I'm already pretty heavy, so it's really... <laughs> if you feel you need to reach out, please reach out to somebody. Yeah. It doesn't have to be... It doesn't even have to be a suicide hotline. Just reach out to a friend. A friend. Your family. friends love you so, enough that yeah. they would cry incessantly if you're gone. The world is better with you here. Yes. It the world is, is better having you than yeah. not. Yeah. And I don't care what you're going through. We are better off knowing you. Right. Than not. Right. So for now, we're going to talk about the bands that we follow and the bands that we support. Asist. Joe is working on new stuff. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I saw the video he made. He yes. Made a video last week for the people. Those we lost. Those we've lost. Um. Joe, good shit, man. It's great. Barry has something in the works, too, I, I saw. Uh, the Onion Rats. Yes. I love Barry. I love Joe. They are two of the weirdest guys <laughs> in the universe, and I mean that with love. Yes. They are two of the oddest birds. Yes, and uh, I've played with Barry. Barry was in UFK for a while. Um, I'm surprised Joe wasn't at one point. I know. Uh, and Barry and Joe worked together for a while. Right. You all, you guys all worked at Roxy. Yeah, we all worked at Roxy. Um, what else we got? We got Unworked. Unworked. John is a amazing t-shirt maker. He's a great rhythm guitarist too, but he's not doing music at the moment. Both played with him again in UFK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different different iterations of UFK. Right, right. Um, I love John. I love his work. I'm waiting to get more shirts. I have stuff that I have planned that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Mostly insulting uh, sayings. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you got I want, a list. I want Oppenheimer in the Barbie font. <laughs> <laughs> And then I want Barbie in the Oppenheimer font. <laughs> I want Barbie saying now and become Death Destroyer Worlds. Wow. Oppenheimer saying, I'm let, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Did I tell you that when when we saw Barbie was a a, a preview when we went to see uh, the Super Mario movie? And I was the only one laughing out loud in the theater. The beat, when, <laughs> beat you I'll off. beat you off. I am crying. I looked right at Mary Jane and I was like, I never thought I would say this. I have to see the Barbie movie. It, and it I heard looks it really good. good. And but, from all the cameos I've heard that are in it, yeah. it's worth a watch. Come on. I'll beat you off. I'll beat you. What is, I'll beat you off this whole beach. What is that? I'll beat you off everybody in this beach. On this. Oh my God. Just Michael Sarah in the background with his creepy mustache. Oh man. So good. But go ahead. And uh, we're going to talk about the Weege. Okay. So the Weege, uh, they are... This is going to be coming out closer to our normal release day. Right. It's actually coming out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, the day after. Right, uh, right. Sunday into Monday. Yeah. Um, August 14th. It's a Monday. They are playing at the Let Love In again. L the Let Love In. I'll be in. Again. I'll, I'll be away. I'm going on I know. vacation. I'm going to try to make it. I want to I want to see if we can get people there. It, these guys are awesome. Uh, the Weege is a, a great three-piece band. Uh, no singer. Everything is instrumental. Okay. Uh, that usually deters people, but it's not 18-minute drum solos. I right, mean, right. It is groove-oriented. Okay. It is- It's a uh, song. It's, yeah. Song-oriented jazz improv of pop and rock and metal songs. 
awesome stuff. Not done in the style of Dave Matthews. Right? Oh God, I hate forty Dave minutes, Matthews so fucking forty much. minutes, fucking songs. <laughs> I think that was the first time I ever thought I could jump from here. <laughs> Easy. I was. I was on. Easy. I was on nine eight eight. Please. <laughs> fucking I asshole. Was on, I was on a tier and. I forget what stadium it was, but I wanted to jump. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. Between that and the opening band being a bluegrass band playing Killing in the Name. Yeah. And fucking, yeah, Dave Matthews ruining my fucking birthday one year without being there with the fucking cover band Ugh. that did actual fucking, like, to the to the T, Dave Matthews fucking jams. I wanted you know to what? kill myself. I'm going to double oh. down. I said two. The Sorry. only person who I don't want to call 988 is Dave Matthews. Go through with it. <laughs> I bet there's another one. Anyway, <laughs> oh, there are more. Um, but he's definitely he's definitely on the list of people that can definitely not call <laughs> and do whatever they feel like. So before we go, one more thing. Rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Oh, yeah. Sinead? Sinead? Sinead. Sinead O'Connor. I know those Irish names are a little <laughs> rough. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. 90... 93? 93. Uh, so far, they haven't said how uh, Sinead past but i have a feeling we all know yeah uh she'd been in a bad place for a very yeah. long time um and also on a high note congratulations tom DeLong for being right they're real <laughs> aliens apparently so, are real so they say on that note uh that video of him going fuck you i was right, right. it's so great <laughs> and then just starting to starting the song aliens exist yeah by the way um but uh on that note uh I am Bastard.exe on Instagram. I'm uh, Nugs29 on Instagram. We have Hit the Stage podcast on Instagram. Um, you can find Mike and Dave Hit the Stage on YouTube if you want to watch us uh, talk at a camera and each other this is, weirdly. This is a new camera, by the way. I yeah. think we're super clear in this, the way it looks. We'll see. I don't know. You might be, you probably see me sweating. Like a prostitute Oof, in church. Uh, but, uh, have I ever told you that story? I don't the, know. Sweating like a prostitute in church? Uh, it's a saying. My grandmother used to say that. Wow. My little Irish grandmother, you say, I'm sweating like a prostitute in confession. Wow. I'm like, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thankfully, I grew up fat, so I'm sweating all year round. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, obviously, if you're listening to us, you have a podcast app. We are on all the podcast apps. If you want to change, right. we are on all of them. Stitcher's going away, so who cares? Yeah. Also, I know we haven't said this in a while, but... Uh, Tell your friends, because it helps us out. Yes. Uh, uh, Five-star ratings on whatever, I don't know, wherever you can give us a rating. I know Apple is a big deal about it. Likes and shares and shit. I hate saying that stupid shit. Yeah, like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Also, uh, dick but, pics, I guess. I don't know. I thought you'd enjoy that. I don't know. Holy shit, I hope you check the fucking the, the, the Gmail. Wait, you're the social this. media guy. I know. That's, what, that's why I just fucking gave you that look. Um, uh, dick pics and ball bag <laughs> shots, please, everybody. Anyway. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know who you are. Do you line? No. For now, take care of each other, seriously, and take care of yourselves. We love you. Hail Halford. Hail Halford. And we're out. <laughs> <laughs>